And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. Up, Rogers in the 25th century! Buck Rogers is on the air, brought to you by the makers of Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle, those delicious frozen confections on a stick. And now, a message from the famous winner of the Typical American Boy Contest, Popsicle Pete. Hello, everybody. Guess what I've got here? A wristwatch for you. It's ticking away like anything. Gee, it's nifty. And it's yours, fellas and girls, free. All you do is save bags from Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle. You get hundreds of gifts, wonderful gifts, too. For those bags. Better start saving right away. Those bags are as good as money. Yes, you'll find a valuable gift bag wrapped around every genuine popsicle, fudgicle, and creamsicle. Look for the name on each bag. It's registered by the U.S. Patent Office. And boy, will you love those great, big, swell-tasting frozen confections on a handy stick. Get one every day at your ice cream store. The biggest nickel's worth you ever saw. And wholesome. Couldn't be more pure if Mother made them. And do they last... Say, don't forget to get a free gift list in your ice cream store. There's a free coupon on it worth ten bags. Well, now, tonight we should find out how and where Kane and Ardela, with Black Barney as their prisoner, are going to make their headquarters. But first, we'd better check up on Buck. And the easiest way to do that is by dropping into Central Radio Bureau at Niagara, the capital of 25th century America. All set? Then here we go, 500 years into the future. Central Radio Bureau, Davidson speaking. This is Buck Rogers, Dave. Oh, yes, Captain Rogers. What can I do for you, sir? Have you any idea where Dr. Hewer is, Dave? And why I haven't been able to call him in his laboratory? Why, yes, sir. Right now, he's almost 80 floors below me in the protonoformer room of our transmitting setup. What under the sun is he doing there? Oh, he's looking through old pieces of equipment in the hope of finding some bits of impenetrite. Impenetrite? Well, that's what he said before he went down there. Oh, probably with the idea of making up another gyrocosmic relativator. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, a new invention. Has to have him penetrate for it. Oh. Any way of reaching him down there? Can you give me a line to him? Well, he must have disconnected it so as not to be disturbed. I tried to call him just a few minutes ago and couldn't even raise an echo. Dave, I wish you'd pass something on to him just as soon as you can get in touch with him. Well, surely, Captain. I'd be glad to. Well, tell him that Wilma and I have taken off in a battle cruiser and are trying to get on the rocket trail of the ship Black Barney's in. Something happened to Barney, Captain? Yes, Dave. I'm afraid so. That's why it's so important you get this message straight to Dr. Hewer. Well, then listen. Yeah? Why not let me hook a telemagnetic recorder strip in on this receiver? You know, simply record your message to him. Then when Burke comes on duty to relieve me, I'll take it down to him. Good idea, Dave. It'll certainly be more clear to the doctor than any message I might try to relay to him verbally. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Captain, go right ahead with your message. Uh, do I have to address this to him some way? No, just carry on a regular conversation with me. Okay. 
Uh, well? We took off right next to the spot where Barney and Willie left in the ship equipped with a gyrocosmic relativator. Uh, is that okay, Dave? Yeah, whatever that relativator is. Well, we flew straight up because we figured that would be the way he did. Yeah. Then we started slowly circling around. Uh-huh. But the gas analyzer doesn't show a sign of his rocket trail yet. If we don't find it within a few minutes, we'll have to start at the ground again. Oh, excuse me, Captain. Yeah? Uh, I take it that gyrocosmic thing you mentioned is something new on a rocket plane. Yeah, that's right, Dave. Makes a full-power takeoff possible. Well, then perhaps Barney cut his power after taking off just to see if this new device was working right. Yeah, that's possible. He must have taken almost any direction when he put on the power again. Well, that's what we're trying to find out by circling around. In any event, when we do locate his trail and direction, we'll report again. Mm -hmm. And if we're lucky, we may even pick up some information about Kane and Ardala. Huh? The more I think of it, the more I'm willing to bet there's a connection between them and Barney's disappearance. Well, if that's true, your job amounts to nothing more or less than running down Kane and Ardala. Right. Now, that's certainly enough of a message for Dr. Hewer, Dave, so get it to him fast. Yes, sir. That you were going to use a gyrocosmic relativator and coast down to a landing, Kane. Don't worry. This one little burst of power isn't going to leave enough of a trail to be followed. Now then. Good work. We're landed all right, and without even the tiniest bump. Yes. This relativator Barney brought us makes taking off and landing so easy a baby could do it. Even Barney here. You listen here now to me, Kane. Well, Barney? You know good and well I didn't bring that there now gyro thing to you. You stole it. That's what. Why, Barney? Sure. Me and Willie was trying it out for attendant women and Captain Rogers and Dr. Ewer. And the only reason you got it is on account of... You stole away in uh, this here rocket ship. Now, now, Barney. So you did. And I want to, want to know that you done what you done with my little Willie, too, huh? What did you? Barney, your dear little Willie is acting as messenger boy for me. He's taking a note to Buck Rogers. Hmm, didn't you see him take off for Niagara and the rocket roadster, Barney? Sure you did. Sure I did. Only he can't fly one of them things, and if anything happens to him, kill a cane, uh, I'll get you for it if it's, if it's the last thing I ever do. You hear me, cane? And I mean it. Bonnie, you sound positively dangerous. I guess we'll have to do something about you. What do you mean, do something? Would you really like to know, Bonnie? Sure I'd like to know. Very well. We're going to put you under the psychic restriction ray. Huh? It has a most startling effect on rebellious people. No, no. Listen, Kate, listen. Did I ever do anything to you to make you put me under the psychic description ray? Will you work with Ardala and me voluntarily? Well, uh... How about it, Barney? No, sir. I won't do it. And that settles it. Well, now, listen. First, of course, we've got to get established in some sort of headquarters. Now, Kane... Uh, about that site... Uh... Kane, are you still set on putting our headquarters here? So close to where Willie left us? Listen... If you'd use that pretty head of yours for something beside a perch for a flying helmet, you'd realize there isn't a better place in the solar system. All right, all right. Why? No rocket trail leading up to where we've landed here. I was there. No, because you cut the power a couple of miles away and coasted down. But you still haven't answered my question. Adela, think. Try it. Just once. All right, rave on. When little Willie delivers my message, 
The first thing Rogers is going to do is ask him where he saw us. And believe me, Willie isn't going to waste any time in telling him down to the last detail. Right. But do you think for a minute Rogers will expect to find us here waiting for him to come and get us? Well... Ardella, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Just as far from where Willie was with us as possible. Exactly. That's exactly what Rogers would expect us to do. And that's why we're safer here than anywhere else we could possibly be. It's the last place in the world he'd expect to find us. Okay. You win. Yeah. And that just shows that you're pretty dumb, Kane. Hey. If you think you can keep Captain Rogers from finding you, you you're dumb, that's all. Quiet, Bonnie. Buck might think to look for us here at that, Kane. What makes you think so? Professor Smith, the mad scientist who had ideas for becoming supreme grand ruler of the solar system. You know, the man who invented the psychic restriction ring. Well, what about him? Well, this is where he hung out. <laughs> Don't let that worry. <laughs> By the time we get through fixing this place up, Smith himself wouldn't be able to spot us. What do you mean by fixing it up? Come on, let's get out of this rocket ship and I'll show you. Oh, uh, by the way... Yeah? Uh, what sort of equipment were you able to pick up when you dropped into uh, Dr. Hewer's laboratory? Uh, is this it here, in this bag? Yeah, a rocket pistol, small disintegrator, and two force rays. Good work. Now, as for tools, there are plenty right here in the ship. So uh, bring along those weapons. Uh, and Bonnie. Yeah? What? You may have the honor of bringing along the psychic restriction ray. I don't want no psychic description ray. Bring it along. Now, but wait. What's this lever for? Here on the control panel. I don't know, Kane. Bonnie? Sure, anybody'd know that. It's a rocket dampener for working the attachment on the rocket tube so it'll cut down on the rocket flame so that it'll... Splendid. It'll not only cut down whatever noise this ship makes while in flight, but it'll change the rocket trail. There we are. Now, come on. Okay. Help me step down to the ground, please, Bonnie. I've got my hands full. Oh, sure, Miss Altaylor. I'll be... Never mind that, Bonnie. Huh? huh? You take care of that ray machine. And don't drop it. You understand? Handle it carefully. Okay. Go ahead, Adela. Isn't that what I'm doing? And these tools are just what we need. I'll put them right out of here. I'm not going to leave the ship out in plain sight, I hope. Huh? You heard me. Adela, you do have an idea now and then, don't you? Uh, let me have that small disintegrator. Here. Now, what are you going to do with it? Watch. First, I disintegrate a large hole right alongside the ship. That's a mighty big hole you disintegrate. There we are. All right. Now what? Wait and see. Hey, he ain't going to fly away and leave us, is he? He'd better not try it. Navigating it right into the hole he made with the disintegrator, ain't he? And believe it or not, there's room to spare. Nice work, Kane. But it's still in plain sight. Now, where's that one-way energy projection? Oh, here, you have it, Adela. Yeah. Don't think you can cover up that whole complete rocket ship with one of them things. Do you? Watch. Wait. Huh? If you cover it up, how'll we get it out again? Push the dirt away with one of these force rays. Oh, now, watch. Well, 
Satisfied? Uh, a little more dirt needs to be pushed over it on this side here, Kane. There you are. The ground looks as though it has never been disturbed. Oh, I had no idea one of those little things force rays packed so much power. So did our non-recoil energy, Adela. Just another of your as many inventions that will be of help to us. Well, now what? Now, we're going to establish our headquarters underground. Where uh, Smitty used to have his? Yes. Come on. And let Buck Rogers or anybody else try to find us once we get established in this. Central Radio Bureau, Davidson. Listen, Dave. This is Buck Rogers again. Oh, yes, sir. Any news about Black Barney or Killer Kane in our daily, Captain? Plenty. No kidding. But how about my message to Dr. Hewer? Did you get it to him? Yes, sir. He's on his way back to his laboratory. Well, then maybe I'd better call him direct. Oh, I'm afraid you won't be able to get him right away, Captain. Huh? Why not? Well, he said he was going to make several stops along the way. The municipal storehouse and the electrochemical laboratories and the ultronium foundry. Oh, a couple of other places, too. Well, then take another message for me. And relay it to him as soon as you can get in touch with him. On the telemagnetic recorder? Won't need it. This message is plenty short. All right, shoot. Tell Dr. Hewer that Wilma and I have picked up Barney's rocket trail with a gas analyzer. And we're following it at top speed. Good work, Captain. And we're not stopping until we find him. Good stuff. But wait a minute. Didn't Kane deliberately break up his rocket trail so it couldn't be followed? Well... Fellows and girls, hurry up and send in bags from Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle and get yourself swell gifts. All the things you want but haven't got money to buy, like a wristwatch, movie camera, doll, jewelry, wallet, table tennis, fishing tackle, hundreds of wonderful gifts. Just save up Creamsicle, Fudgicle, and Popsicle bags. Excuse me now, folks. I'm going out to have a Popsicle. And will you get one for me, Pete? Sure, Mr. Johnstone. Yes, sir. There's nothing that tastes better than a great big cold Popsicle. Those juicy, fresh fruit ices frozen on a stick. Have one tonight. Get your favorite fruit flavor. They're refreshing, full of energy, and only five cents for a great big twin popsicle. And boy, does it last. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.